Mississippi Crop Situation Podcast featuring the Crop Doctors. Good morning from the Row Crop Short Course. We have another of our platinum sponsors with us this morning, Mr. Wayne Dulaney from Revere Seed. Tom, I came in hot with that one. I apologize. <laughs> volume up a little high. That's okay. I had to back up a little bit. But that, I mean, it's interesting because it gives a different take for this episode. I just wanted to see if your eardrums were awake. <laughs> it was a little loud there. <laughs> um, Wayne, good to see you. I, I mean, I think, I think everybody everybody knows who you are. But your, your reputation precedes <laughs> you. It does precede you well. And those of us that are in the Delta, I mean, obviously know you a lot better. We spend a bunch of time running around Clarksdale and end up on your farm. But I, I know the first thing you definitely need to touch on uh, and, and we need to mention, so I apologize for getting ahead of myself. We thank you for your continued support of the Row Crop Short Course, being a platinum sponsor. It gives you the benefit of doing a podcast with us. I mean, um, gosh, y'all's um, presence. Who, who wouldn't <laughs> yeah. want to spend the time doing that? What, what value there is to that? <laughs> evidently, yes. You know, as, as I said, thank you for your continued support. And I know that the, obviously the first thing is you need to talk to us about uh, the name change moving from local seed to revere seed. I think that's something that listeners will want to know, and that's, that's yeah. definitely something I'd like to hear about. Yeah, so basically um, as of this past summer in June, we did a, a brand, nothing but just a brand name change from local seed to revere seed company. Um, and that was kind of, we've had some different, we've got new ownership as of um, September of uh, 2021. And so that was one of the things that, that they wanted to do. They wanted to, to, to re- do a rebrand. And, you know, me personally, I'll just tell you, my local I thought was a great name and we built, you know, pretty good reputation around it. But I always laugh whenever I went somewhere outside of my um geography of the delta and i'd introduce myself say i work for local seeds so, so which company is that you work for <laughs> you working for nutrient anywhere i said no oh, it's the name of the company's local seed company so I, I really like the revere we wanted something kind of patriotic too so that was part of the branding there um so everything is basically the same just a new name new logo same products same quality seed seed treatments you know that we've always pushed out with with an outstanding replant policy, so nothing is really changing. But the logo on your statement you get each month. I got you. Well, one other thing I might add, you might see we've had um, in this new brand change. We're going to see some uh, few distributors um, like Triangle Ag. They're going to be selling the Revere product. Is going to be one of their house brands and some other agreements with. Um, Companies on the East Coast, Maharan and Coastal Chemical over there. Um, so we're really excited about that. Good group of guys to work for. They were, you know, they were kind of searching out there for something, and it just all kind of worked out good. And so we've had a few of our sales guys that, that have actually um, went over and, and working for Triangle now where they had a presence and stuff. But, you know, I'm still doing my same thing and kind of broadened my territory a little bit. I'm actually covering the east side of the state for the first time, and I found out that the black belt is different from the delta. Yeah. You that, know, that's a, that's they, a they call it clay, but it's not roundaway clay. No. No. <laughs> no, no, no. no it's, not, it's a totally different animal. 
And, you know, I, you know, I had to get brushed up on my IDC scores because, you know, uh, that was another thing that I never really dealt with is IDC and the Delta. So, Wayne, go through and, and highlight some of your products that, that fit well in our geography. I kind of start with our corn. Um, you know, we've got a, our 1307. Uh, it's a triceptive, get your earworm protection. Really good early season corn. You know, everybody's looking for something early season to get started with the harvest. And the biggest thing is there, well, you know, I'll plant that, but you always get some yield drag with it versus, a, you know, 118 days. Well, this hybrid is, is one of those that, that really you don't see that yield lag and maturity days. And it's and it works good, good cold emergence and all that. So a lot of my customers like it to get started with. Then we'll we'll go to our our fifteen seventy seven um, hybrid. It's it's one of the few that we've got. A, it's a Roundup, so people can plant their refuge acres with, and we've got it in a VT Double Pro. I've been selling corn seed since two thousand and four, and this is the first time I can say I've got a hybrid that I can drop off at anybody's shop, and it doesn't matter where he plants it. You know, it's dry land. I got my guys pushing it on high yield over in the black belt. They love it because it's just good stress tolerance. It's only weak part. It's got a medium disease package. That's his only Achilles heel. Then, you know, we've got some new stuff that's coming that looks really phenomenal on that 116 day that we're going to be out this year looking at, um, too. So I'm really excited. This corn pipeline just keeps building and getting better. We're not having any gaps in it, it looks like. Um, then 118 day, we've got our 1898, which is a tricepta. And I tell you what, this was a phenomenal year being in the seed business to learn your products with the drought. You know, you think about it, we hadn't had a good hard drought in about five, six years. Yep. So we really got to learn what these things do. You think they, they can stand it, but we verified you know, in corn and soybeans, what will do it. And that 1898 was really good, uh, stood up drought, you know, it, so it gave me another dry land option I learned this this year. And it's got a great disease package. It's got the triceptus, so it helps with earworms. Now, it is a phenomenal hybrid about um, planting late. I mean, I've got guys that have been planting it on May the 10th in North Delta and – making big yields it just doesn't have any late but it's not the hybrid you want to put in the ground in march because it, it just doesn't have the emergence but man that late planting it is the go-to for a guy then as we see this it's so amazing that difference between the highway 82 seems like it slices this delta in half pretty much but the difference it is in just the weather pattern yeah no that's a humongous dividing line i think it just that line's there, and it just happens to be a road there, too. I know. It makes it, you it know, a it's, good landmark. You know, it's funny. You know, we talk about that. I never really worked the South Delta real hard. I'm sure it's another transition in there. But I always say, you got 82 is our great divide. Then you get up to – you get Highway 8. It's a little bit of difference there. And, and then you get right there to 49 at Lula, cutting across the Helena Bridge. That's our next transition. Yep. You know, you got just in that North Delta. You got three different zones. It always it, it's it's a it's just funny over the years how you can see it. Well, we should point out, y'all do enter 
a substantial number of entries in the corn hybrid trials that Mississippi State does. So I think that helps round out the information that you all are able to gather, and it gives us a really good opportunity to look at a lot of those hybrids across both dry land and irrigated locations throughout the state. It does, and I really, you know, that's one thing that Chisholm Craig, Dr. Chisholm Craig, who works with us, he's got a great data system. So anybody, a customer, wants to sit down and look at data, he's got it where it all pulls into one software thing that we've got, we can look at all of our small plot data that we do internally, all of our strip plot data, and all the university stuff. So you could do a, however many states we're in, as wide as you can, or you can hone it down and say, I just want to look at dry land, and that's on soybeans, corn, and you can look at your OVTs and all that. So it's really a great tool that we've got to sit down with a customer. And What about soybean, Wayne? Soybeans, I mean, gosh, our soybean, I'm, y'all know I farm too, uh, and, and so uh, we laugh that I've got my 3,000-acre test plot. My brother likes to kill me because I start, I basically try to plant a couple hundred acres at least of every variety that we got that will fit on my farm. And, man, we, you know, it really helps to, to learn them a lot too. But, you know, we're going to start. We've got a 4299 that's been out there for a while, but it's, it's it's a great early maturing soybean that there's not a whole lot that really works in that four two window, you know. And I mean, we've got a great three nine also that I've used too that works good for that guy that's really trying to get some harvest done. But and then we go up and our other standard is we've got a forty four fifteen that was new last year, really good. Uh, four goes across a lot of different. Uh, acres you can just kind of plant it anywhere I, I had it and really liked it it was one of those plants it was kind of like and eh, you looked at it all year you were kind of like it's okay it didn't really showy put the combine in, it was like well hell yeah <laughs> and then step up to our other our prior flagship of our varieties right now is, is 47.95 um Really great broad spectrum. We found out how good the drought tolerance was on this year. Like in the OVTs, you take the tipo location. I mean, man, that's I hate it for those guys over there. But man, we got some great data to really separate some dry land stuff. And you start looking at that hybrid. I mean, that variety of soybeans, and man, it goes you know everywhere. It's up here at the very top at Crystal Springs, and then it's sitting there, you know, near the top in tipo. Well, and I can tell you, having looked at both those locations and spent a good deal of time there, it rained a lot in Crystal Springs, a lot, yeah. towards the end of the season. And then Tippo was, as it has, the last few years it's been pretty wet because it's that general area between uh, Highway 8 and then whatever that is. I 32. think that's 32 that's up there um, just outside of Tippo, north of Tippo. So that, that was a good dry and a good dry land location mm-hmm. this year for, for looking at varietal differences in soybean, to say the least. Well, you know, I just will say we, we then we we've, we've got our some really good four eights that are that are good, and you know we and the other thing is you know when it comes to gumbo beans, we've got some gr- really great Pacific beans, and that's what we just like to sit down with a customer because n- no one soybean or no one corn hybrid I can say you know is going to fit everybody, and that's what we've always done is variety placement is has made us uh, you know stand out. Where can folks go to find their local rep? Well, you can go to revereseed.com. Uh, we've got listed there. Um, we're on Twitter. We're on uh, Instagram. And so you can always DM right there, and they can put you in touch with it. But 
basically North Mississippi. Uh, I'm the person and, and, and working this east side right now. So folks should just know they just need to change the name of the seed company in their phone, and the phone number hasn't changed for their local yeah, representative. Nothing's changed there. And then obviously the email will be different. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, where we used to be, like I was Wayne.Dulaney at Local Seed, I'm Wayne.Dulaney at Revere Seed. Awesome, Wayne. Thanks, buddy. Thank you, guys. Appreciate all y'all do. And Thanks support for the you continued support, man. We really appreciate this. The Mississippi Crop Situation Podcast is a production of Mississippi State University Extension. 